Welcome to the Blank Project Podcast, where we fill in the blank with whatever you want, whatever you need, wherever you are. No judgment or expectations. I'm your host, Aspen, aka AG, because it always makes me feel cooler, and I am excited to start off the 2022 year. And uh, What better way to do that than to talk about purpose? And who better to do that with than the purpose cultivator herself? Dr. Jasmine Wise has created a career around helping others find and execute the tasks necessary to live a full life. She graduated from Xavier University in Louisiana with a bachelor's in in psychology and then graduated from Baylor University twice, once with a master's in community analytics and again with a doctorate in applied sociology. She also self-published her first book, Confessions of a Sinner, and is an amazing blogger. So if you want to read up, on what she writes um this is the time to do so uh if none of those things interest you she is also the mastermind behind my literal favorite planners i love them so much in fact that i'm actually going to give one away and if you go to our instagram um at the blank b-l-a-n-k project podcast on uh you go there and uh, you can see the rules so you can check out what the giveaway is. Um, but in the meantime and in between time, join me in welcoming Dr. Jazz to the Blank Project. Hi, that was a great introduction. That made me feel good this morning. Glad, <laughs> I'm glad it made you feel good. That's so important. Oh my gosh. I want like, I want other people to feel good when they listen, but I also want people to feel good that are being interviewed. Um, so I appreciate that. You worked. Just, you did it. Woo-woo. Um, so I would I want to start off by asking um an important question, more important than your businesses. And it is why are you so driven towards helping people find their purpose so much that you have even established the businesses around it? Yeah, I think that everyone is put on earth to do something Mm -hmm. and that something involves making people or the planet better. And I feel like until you find what that something is, you flounder through life. Like, I think that until you find your purpose, until you at least have a thought process towards what your purpose is, you, you flounder. Yeah, that's the only word I can think of right now. And I think that people need to stop floundering and make conscious decisions every day that lend themselves to their purpose. Okay. Oof. Mm. Floundering. People do not use that word. It really <laughs> That's the one that came up to my brain. <laughs> okay. So one thing about your social media presence and based on your educational journey, uh, you seem to be a rather confident person. Um, has your, first off, do you feel confident? And has your confidence always been that way or did you grow into that over time? Man, that is a very interesting question um, because do I see myself as a confident person? 
no, I see myself as a free person. Hmm. What's the difference between confidence and free? Even in my, even in my being self-conscious or being whatever, I still am okay because I'm me, if that makes sense. Um, my confidence definitely has waned, come and gone throughout the years. Um, I definitely was way more confident when I knew what was going on in my life. Um, aren't we all, (laughs) but yeah, but now that I'm in this season where I'm kind of finally getting my bearings straight after a couple years, uh, I'm gaining my confidence back, but I feel like free is kind of what defines me more than confident in that if I think it and it doesn't hurt other people. I'm going to say it, you know, if I, yeah, like standing firm on the things that I believe or the choices that I make, no matter what people say. Mm-hmm. And I know it sounds like confidence, but I just don't feel like a confident person. So that's why I'm like not using that word. I feel more right. free in the choices that I make. Like I'm going to post this and my friends going to laugh or talk about it, but I don't care. Like, right. cause it's cute. Right? right. Or I'm going to tell you about Jesus because you need to know, like, you know, just, um, just being free in the decisions that I make, even in, yeah, I think I'm free in the midst of my unconfident, what is it when you're not confident, not confident, what is that, inconfident? No, No. maybe it's just not, whatever. (laughs) I think it's just not, not, yeah, we think it's too much, okay, it's early, Uh, (laughs) in the midst, (laughs) I don't know, you're right, in the midst of, in the midst of not being confident, resting in the fact that it's me though. Right. This is the choices that I make and I'm gonna stand behind them, even if I'm confident in that decision or not. If that does that make sense? No, that makes that makes really good sense, actually. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, especially when you were talking about um freedom to even when you're communicating with other people and you're doing that in love. So in 2021, I had an affirmation and in my newsletter, I go in depth about um, the space where you can be safe and be yourself um, and you can critique others and others can critique you. But if it's not in love, then you just need to hang it up and don't bring it in because your plan, your purpose, you as a, as a person, you should be holding people accountable, but also doing it in a way that they always feel safe. And even critiquing people, there's a way to critique someone where you're still safe because I've experienced it. Um, the conversations that we have, I've experienced that same type of loving critique and um, I'm really grateful for that. I'm just going to thank you now. Oh, no problem. <laughs> Ask me. I'm going to feel like a totally different person after this podcast. Praise the Lord. <laughs> you know, I'm always going to hype you up. I will always be on the e-board of the Dr. Jazz fan club. Like I am on the board. I don't know what I am, if I'm the note taker or whatever, <laughs> but I am there in the meetings, just right there at the front of the table. Um, and I remember a while ago two more than two years ago, um, I was visiting friends in Atlanta and Prosper Project had an event or like courses. And, um, I learned about that event and I was, I told my friends, I was like, I'm gonna meet y'all afterwards, but I'm gonna pull up. 
even though it was like several weeks and I didn't live in Atlanta, Atlanta and the chances of me driving back every weekend to make this happen <laughs> were slim to none. I was still like, I'm going to pull up. And you gave all of your participants a mini guide um, and you laid out six tips, which I still have this guide today. It's, it's right here. <laughs> and so you brought up six tips and these are those, you listed them out and you gave reasoning. So one was being really realistic, staying focused, working in groups, getting comfortable, but not too comfortable, reaching out and being you. So when you were going through tips, um, what was the process of you choosing like these are the best six tips that I know are important for you to go from idea to execution so one thing about me is that I'm not going to say anything in my business in my life anything that I do I'm not going to say it without knowing that it works (laughs) so so these six tips are what have helped me Right. right. So to know that I need to be more realistic with my timing. Um, I actually have a client now that was like, yeah, I want to, I want to do four TikToks a week and I want to have this course done in a month. And I was like, so do you not know how long it takes to edit videos? Like, even if they're a minute long, it takes at least a minute <laughs> to edit the video. And if you're not comfortable with TikTok, you have to learn TikTok. You need to know how the algorithms work. You know, you need to know when's the best time to There's actually studying that goes into mastering the art of social media. Exactly. So, I've learned through myself and through my own journey of creating and starting process projects that I need to be realistic, right? Mm-hmm. And then like it's just every tip is literally something that I've been through. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you know, but like every month that Prosper has a theme Mm -hmm. and I don't, I don't create things out the air. Right. Right. Like they are themes that things that I need to work on. Right. right? I share my journey. So really to answer the question, the tips are things that I've been through and I know work and I would never tell my client to do something um, that I, that I'm not pretty sure I'm 98% sure will benefit them in some way. Right. Um, Okay. So you list these six and there are two that I am just like, "Mm." and I feel like other people may read them and be like, okay, well, girl, that's repetitive. Like, why does it have to be two separate tips? And one of them is, working in progress. Oh, no, no, no. Working in groups and then like reaching out to other people. And so how would you explain the difference between two? Because somebody would be like, I'm already working in a group. Why do I need to reach out to people? I'm around people. That doesn't mean you're asking them for help. So when I say working groups, I really mean me and Aspen are at the same time, at the same place, working on our thing. So you could be working on a blank project. I could be working on a purpose podcast, but we're not even talking because we're both zoned in and we're working. Okay. Right. So the point of the work group is, hey, from nine to 12 on Fridays, we're going to get together and we're going to get work done. 
Right. That's a work group. Now asking for help is, hey, during that nine to 12, I'm calling such and such saying, hey, I know that you do graphics. Mm -hmm. Can you help me do this graphic? So they're different. Right. Because I, again, I can be in a work group and not talk to the people because I'm there to work. I'm dialed in. I'm doing my work. You know, like I'm not having a conversation with you. I'm not right. asking your opinion. Um, and people do this. We think that we are, we're asking for help. We think that we are in community. We think that we're whatever because we're around people, mm-hmm. but that's not all that it is. You have to open your mouth. So they're two different things. Okay, I understand that because there are a lot of, especially recently in the past, I think I want to say maybe like five years there that they have been a lot of community spaces where people just go in or they pay for a table or they pay for a room and they're just doing work, but they're in a whole building with a bunch of other people that are doing work. Or um, somebody says, I work better in the library, for instance, at Baylor at Baylor, there was Club Moody, which was the basement floor. Right. And I remember at some point in time getting so much work done, but it was also Club Moody. So it wasn't completely quiet. Like it wasn't completely loud, but it definitely was not quiet. And me getting a good majority of my work done because number one, I was in a different space. And number two, I was around other people. And somehow, in a way, working in groups um, reinforced a sense of accountability. Because if I'm seeing other people do something, I'm like, oh, dang, like, I just, I'm gonna, I need to do something. Like, I'm either gonna have to like lie and do something or tell the truth and do something, but I cannot leave the library with the same things undone (laughs) that I came into the library with. Right. (laughs) Versus, reaching out to other people, like you said, and being very specific about your needs or whatever. Because if you go down to that library and if nobody's going to help you understand statistics, unless you ask somebody, hey, I know you're good in this class. Help me figure out this concept. Um, Oof, that was really amazing. I'm just thinking about that. Like, how can I continue just throughout the year to um, create spaces, like working in groups and also making sure that I'm always reaching out to others. So the weight of my projects, the weight of all the things that I'm doing creatively doesn't crush me. Um, Man, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited about that idea of bringing it to a reality, especially because technically, the Blank Project podcast started in 2017, but it was never consistent. And it wasn't consistent because I didn't have that accountability. And I felt like not a lot of people are listening anyway. So then I'm just going to hang it up versus now I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to be consistent and then draw people to my consistency and whoever it reaches, Mm -hmm. praise be to God. And whoever it doesn't, I'm still doing, I'm still working my purpose. And I think that's what Yeah, I- that's what I was about to say. I was about to say the number doesn't matter because especially out of an act of obedience mm-hmm. and it may be that one, it may only have one faithful listener, but that faithful listener needs the blank project every other week. 
You right. know? And I think we kind of, we minimize the one. Yeah. And forget that, that God said he left the 99 to go find the one. And mm-hmm. we like to minimize like, well, only did nobody show up or whatever. It's like, no, four people showed up and you don't know what those four people are telling people about what you said, you yeah. know, like, yeah, we minimize the one when God left the 99 to go find it. Girl, I'm gonna write a blog on it. <laughs> and I, oop. Um, okay. So, uh, at some point in time, I've been on your podcast before, very blessed to be able to share that space with you. And at some point in time during your podcast, you will ask your interviewees, what's your purpose? Mm-hmm. Um, can you share your, what your answer would be if the tables were turned? Um, and if it's changed over time, or do you believe it's always been consistent? Your purpose has always been consistent. Okay. Um, so I answered that one first. I think my purpose has always been consistent. I just didn't know what it was. Um, when I look over my life and I think about the conversations I've had with people and the way I like lived my life, my purpose was always there. It just wasn't evident to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my purpose is to help other people find their purpose, to help other people see why they're on earth, because there's just such a blessing, whether you believe in God or not, right? Whether right. you believe like that you have a God-given purpose or the universe gate, like whatever you believe, there is such a blessing that comes along with knowing and such a settling in you that comes with knowing this is why I was put on earth. I was put on earth to do this. Um, and I just want people to feel blessed and right. I want people to change the world. Yeah. So I'm, I'm everyone's biggest cheerleader. Like, <laughs> this is very true. <laughs> if you are my friend and you say, Jasmine, I want to build a tower that reaches the moon. I'm going to be like, let's go. We about to go to Home Depot right now. Yes, the like, builder. <laughs> yeah, like I am, it does not matter what you say. I am like, yes, let's do it. So yeah, and but I've always been that way. So that's what I'm saying. Right. Like, like I didn't know that that was actually a part of my purpose, um, being everyone's biggest cheerleader. I didn't when, know that. When did it click for you? The idea of, oh, this is what my purpose is. Oh, that's a good question. I don't really know. I think I kind of slid into it. I don't think there was like a click. I think there was like, it wasn't like a light switch. It was more like the rising of the sun. <laughs> you know, if that makes sense. Yes. Like, like, like when you are on a roller coaster and you slowly are like inching up. And yes. you're like, oh my gosh, like, what am I doing? And then you're like, oh my gosh, I'm here. <laughs> And then you're at the top and you're like, yes. oh my gosh, I'm like, woo. <laughs> yes, that's, that's literally, that's a great, yes. It is more, it was more like a roller coaster. There was not really a click. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, but, but now that I'm here, I can't deny it. I can say that. Right. Yeah. Now that I'm here, I'm like, oh no, this is it. Like there's nothing else. And you've occupied many spaces. And then now you're kind of in this space where you're being really intentional with your businesses, right? But at first it was kind of like halfway this, halfway that. 
what was the point when you were like, I'm going to be really, I'm going to be really consistent with my purpose. I'm going to be really consistent with the Prosper Project. I'm going to invest more in that versus like, I have this situation over here, this job over here. And I also have this thing over here, but there was a large split between the two worlds. This answer is like muddled and convoluted and we'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see what comes out. Um, I Throw it at the wall and see what happens. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, so a part of it is peace, right? Um, I had, even though my life is nowhere near, to be honest, where I expected it to be or where I want it to be even, I have peace here. Because mm-hmm. I am doing the things that I'm supposed to be doing, right? Um, even the things that make me uncomfortable bring me peace because they they have to do with what I'm doing, right? So like, I hate going live. And I say this all the time. I hate going live. I hate being on camera. I hate being in front of people. But somehow I end up there all the time. Um, and You do. But I know like, that. The, I get your notifications like live at lunch. And I was like, I cannot watch this. Like, I really do have to be fully focused on work. But oh my gosh, like she live at work. <laughs> she live at lunch. I, I don't understand. I don't understand how these things happen. But because I know that people need to hear that two minute snippet to make mm-hmm. it through the day, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think the things that I share are like daily <laughs> things, right? right. Um I, I do it. So there's peace in that. Um, and then, so that's one thing, like anything that takes me away from my purpose, kind of, I feel at unrest. So that's one. Um, two, there also was just a time where I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Right. Like jobs or people or whatever. And I'm just like, I don't want to do this anymore. And it's something, now that's a click, like something clicks. And it's like, yeah, this is pulling me away from my purpose. This is distracting me from my purpose. Like funny enough, like last month was self-discipline month at Prosper Projects and I deleted all the games off my phone. So I'm not really a social media person as I am like puzzle game. Like my mind is always going. So I'm always yes. doing a puzzle game. Yes. So I deleted them. And this morning, because it's November, right? I was like, okay, I could, you know, <laughs> download one. And this morning, I was on it for 15 minutes. And I was like, I'm immediately down, like, I'm immediately deleting this, right? Because yeah. that's 15 minutes that my room was a mess. So I needed to clean it, you know? Yeah. Like, I had a headphone issue this morning. I would have found out about it earlier, you know, <laughs> like, you know, just, just things that pull me away from my purpose. I have, I have, I'm trying and continuing to make conscious decisions to rid myself of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's kind of what happened with me quitting my job. That's kind of what happened with me going live, me yeah. deleting, you know, like, and the things they, some of them feel small, but I'm really in this space of, I want to be the best Jasmine and put my best foot forward with my purpose. Cause there's a, cause you can know your purpose and not do anything towards it. You can know your purpose and can you curse? Half butted, right? <laughs> like you can, Other people like, have cursed. I okay. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you can have, but it, right. There uh-huh. are there, but me and being drawn to my purpose, I'm saying, okay, what things do I need to get rid of 
what things do I need to add, right? Um, I'm trying, now this has been a struggle. Lord Jesus, I'm trying to wake up at 5 a.m. and work out. <laughs> Let me tell you, it worked, like, it worked for like two and a half weeks. Yep. <laughs> and then it just kind of, but, but you have I, to do the whole three weeks to create a habit. Like you, you have to do the twenty-one days, and really, it's like a little so bit more than that. Scientific. We have, <laughs> but <mm-mm. laughs> so we have started over. Amen. In Jesus' name. Um, but but I know that that helps me, right? Like waking up early, going to work out, setting my day. It it literally helps my day. So when it comes to life and my purpose, I made a decision. Is the answer to the question. So follow things that give me peace um, and to be the best purpose coach, prosper project owner that I know that I can be in my capacity. It was, it, it started with a choice. You said something and it really struck a nerve because you were talking about in two areas, as in like your job area, being a part of your purpose and your friends being a part of your purpose. And I think it's easier to focus on the work stuff versus the friend relationship thing, because say, for instance, you've been friends with this person since you were a child. The idea that that childhood friend would not align with your purpose is so it's such a difficult space to be in. And um, it can be like, you, re- you really have to go through a grieving process. You really have to um, assess certain things. So when you are having to focus on what aligns with your purpose with friendships, how does that happen? Do you, I mean, I know it's kind of different for everybody, but what is it, what is some advice that you would give someone else when they're navigating that? So the first thing is don't use your purpose to be a trash friend (laughs) because I think sometimes (laughs) you're laughing, but I think sometimes people say, well, I'm on this journey or I'm working on this. And if they can't understand it, you know, blah, 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 blah. Right. No, that doesn't mean you get to be a trash person. That doesn't mean you get to be rude. That doesn't mean whatever. So that's the first thing. Um, But second, if you know that you're being genuine and you know that you are, um being genuine that's the only word I could think of if you know that you are being genuine towards your purpose and this person continually uh, pulls you away from that whether they don't understand when you say I can't come tonight but I got you next night yeah whether they don't understand that you can't drink until six in the morning because you got to wake up right and the yeah. pre- like why are you pressuring me if I already told you I got an early morning Right. You know, if they like whatever it is that you have told them and they don't respect in a friendly manner, mm-hmm. that is when I tell myself, okay, I need to back away from this. If you don't understand that I'm not ignoring you, but I put my phone on silent for four hours so I can do work. And then when the, when the alarm goes off, I got you. If you can't understand that, then we may not need to be in relationship with one another. But again, I think the important part of that is, but I got you. Right. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like you can't be a trash friend. And I see so many people blaming the people around them when it's really like, no, like you're not, you're not being a good friend. Like you have, in order to have friends, you have to show yourself friendly, you know? So I think just navigating 
who respects my boundaries whose boundaries do I respect right um who sees the vision um but even but they're also different friends for different seasons right so I also have friends that I don't share my life my deepest darkest whatever with and we're just fine right but when it comes to major life decisions or relationship advice or whatever I don't share those things with them because they may not just get it and I think there's you just have to know the difference between associate friend close friend um and putting people in categories that make you feel safe Hmm. and make you feel loved and make you feel like being able to say okay so this friendship was not what I thought it was and letting that go is a blessing. Hmm. And then it goes back to, I would have peace in that situation once there is an adjustment made to what the friendship that we had. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I think that's very beautifully put. Does that fall under critiquing in love? The idea of critiquing people in love does that fall under that I think it depends on the nature of the of the friendship but yes I think there are some friendships that are worth having a conversation and saying hey this is who I am now not like I'm getting rid of you but this is who I am now Mm -hmm. um and I'm not going to be able to do these things with you anymore um, and that, but that's not a critique. That's why I, I don't want to say that because it's not a critique. Cause I don't care. Like you do you, right. I'm not telling you to stop being you. Right. I'm just telling you how the you that you are, does not fit who I am and where I'm going. Right. Hmm. Now there are friends that are worth holding on to that you can see potential in that you can say, Hey, all right. So listen, Aspen, I love you so much. <laughs> but these daily phone calls at 5 a.m I cannot do that I love you so and I want to support you and I want to be there for you right but I cannot do the, the, the because I love you and right. I want you in my life right so I think there's just sometimes it's not necessarily getting rid of but it's shifting mm, that's really and you just have to you just have to learn like you just have to learn Am I shifting this person from friend to acquaintance? Am I shifting this friendship to a place that's more comfortable for both people? Right. right? I think, yeah, because we just such a cutoff generation. And that's why I started with, you can't be a trash person. Right. (laughs) We just like, well, she didn't, she didn't come to one event. She don't support me. She not my friend. Well, is that true? Yeah. Like you may want to understand why she didn't go to that event or exactly what was happening. And then from there, like it, depending on the answer, it's like, mm, let me adjust versus, okay, that was a misunderstanding. I took it as one thing, internalized it, and then projected that on the situation. And that wasn't, that's right. all me for projecting that. Like a mutual responsibility. Right. right. Like I, they should have done this because they're my friend, but also because they didn't do this and I didn't have this conversation. I played with these ideas in my mind and made the situation bigger than what it was, depending on the situation. It's a trial by trial. Because sometimes it's like, no, it really, like, you really were playing around. (laughs) And you thought that I would just take it on the chin and keep it moving. And you don't, you didn't realize that I was a big boss and uh, I'm going to make boss moves. 
and I'm <laughs> heading out. Peace to you. Pe- see you later. No, I think that's. Mm. But let me say one more thing before we move on. Okay, no. I do want you. I, you want. I, <laughs> I do want your audience to know that there will always be someone that supports you, and it may not be the person you thought it was going to be. So be open. Mm-hmm. And this is in friendship. This is in relationship. This is in business. This is in all them kids you got that you need somebody to help you. You know, like right. whatever it is, whatever it is, there will be someone that can support you. Mm-hmm. And it just may not be the person you thought it was going to be. And that's okay. Yeah. Cause I so have, don't be afraid. I have a friend when we were younger, a childhood friend, like our parents knew each other before we knew each other. And um, I remember when we were younger and we went to the same high school and I were like, my mother was like, y'all should link up you guys, you know, you're both PKs, you're both this, so on and so forth. And then I was like, we are so different. We are never going to be friends. And now that we are full formed adults, we get invited to things and it's like, oh, you got to invite. Oh, I got to invite too. So do you want to link up and then I'll drive to this location? Or um, I have, since COVID has occurred, a lot of people are experiencing the same thing I'm experiencing. And also after 25, my body just like made major adjustments. I didn't ask. It just made those adjustments on its own. And then COVID happened. And then I was like, what in the world? Like I'm putting on weight. I've never had this issue before. Like I put on a little weight, but like not the weight that I'm carrying around now. I'm really confused. And she was just like, um, okay, we're just going to work through it. Like, you're not really confident in this area. So I'm going to have your back because she's more confident in expressing herself um physically through clothes versus me and I would be like this is dumb only going to wear sweats for the rest of my life even though I live in Houston and it's like 2000 degrees and she was just like no we're not don't know about you but we're not we're not doing this and so now like she's challenging me she's holding me accountable because I have reached out to her number tip number five have reached out to her and then (laughs) allowed it has allowed her to keep me accountable and it's been more powerful than I could ever imagine and I never thought that I would need I never thought like high school me never thought that we would be able to be where we are now so it makes sense that sometimes friendships kind of circle back when it's time mm-hmm. and you don't mm-hmm. have to force it when it naturally happens it naturally happens and it's yeah. good and it's it's something good and it's something that gives you peace so yeah. say for instance I'm having a conversation with someone and I say I don't feel safe in this space um usually what's your go-to um, response wise. So they respond and they, <laughs> when do you articulate their response to be something positive? And when do you articulate their response to be something like, okay, so what we're going to do is completely cut this off. I'm not dealing with this. I respect my myself enough and my purpose enough not to deal with this. The I'm sorry you feel that way apology. 
Um, it is the worst apology in the world. Um, uh, but and I and it's a blanket statement, but I believe it. Um, mostly for several reasons. Um, because you're not actually taking time to hear what I'm saying. So there are times where I'll say hard stuff and I'll be like, Aspen, these 5 a.m. calls now, baby girl, you know, and then you get offended. Right. And I will say, hey, like, I didn't mean to offend you, but here's this blah, 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 blah. Right. right. So the answer is not, I'm sorry that you feel that way, Aspen. But because I think it just shows a level of insensitivity. Mm. Um, I think that you don't have to agree with someone and why they feel a certain way. To right. empathize with them. So I don't agree that I that I'm wrong in, in setting a boundary with you. Right. I don't agree with that. But I can say I understand that my delivery, I understand that you need it. Like there is a level of empathy that I can have while still setting a boundary. Mm-hmm. So the apology that does not speak to the issue, mm-hmm. but speaks to your feelings. Mm-hmm. or totally dismisses your feelings in general so those those conversations where it's like well you and I've had plenty of those conversations where I'll say hey Aspen that really hurt my feelings well you did a b c d and whoa <laughs> it's not your turn yeah like, <laughs> right like you you know it's so almost like they put the, the I'm sorry on. you feel that right it's almost like they put the blame on the reason why I acted that way because you did those things like so it was like reactionary reaction reactionary yeah that's right <laughs> okay yes the doctor said it was right so it's right, that's right. oh my god uh, <laughs> so yeah I think knowing just being able to read people and say so the I'm sorry you felt that way um and the dismissal of your feelings and the action, their actions in the conversation. Yeah. I think those are the two things that let me say, all right, I'm a head out. Right. right. Because there's no, with people like that, they're usually colder towards the situation and, and there's no way around it. So to have a conversation that says, I offended you. Right. And to have right. a conversation that says, I see that you're offended. That was not my intention. Mm-hmm. But I could still also say, but I meant what I said, but I've acknowledged your feelings, but I've acknowledged your feelings, right? Because I care yes. about you. Yes. You know, and I, and I don't want you to be offended and right. I do want to mend the relationship. I don't right. want offense to become in between us, but I meant you got to stop calling me. Right. So yes. I think that there is, I think that there is a way to, again, empathy. if you don't see there's a lack of empathy in the conversation and you've tried more than especially if you try more than once depending on you know the level of the relationship that's when I kind of say okay I need to take a step back and I've done this with family members like okay so we need a break right because you're not seeing me and I'm not seeing you right right um yeah that's what I would say that I'm sorry you feel that way and the lack of empathy um, I just, okay. I can't let this conversation go because it's so important. Like I really am just not done with That's fine. It's your podcast. <laughs> okay. Really close relationships, friend wise or family wise. And you're starting to have those conversations and you're starting to realize, okay, maybe I need to really set boundaries. Maybe I really need to let this relationship go, but it's really hard. Even though you know there's that's not an alignment with my purpose, that doesn't change the fact that 
it's really hard. So how do you help someone, right? As a form of, I guess, even executing the task to keep them focused on still keep the boundaries, even though the relationship is close. I want to say purpose or bust. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, I think that <laughs> I'm totally joking. I think that you have to make the main, like, you know, the old folks say, make the main thing, the main thing. Yeah. And I think you have to do that. I think you have to make the main thing, the main thing and remain balanced because I think we think about the greats like Kobe, Michael, Jordan, mm-hmm. you know, those type of people. And they didn't, I'll be honest, when I read, listen to their stories, they didn't seem balanced to me. Like, yes, they were dedicated and yes, they did these things, but there was not much of a, it didn't seem as if there was much of a balance. Right. Um, so I think keeping the main thing, the main thing and having balance, right? remember you can't be a trash friend, right? So yeah. I think just saying, does this, because I think we also don't realize the mental work that comes along with these conversations, the mental work that comes along with being in relationship with these people. So I'm around my cousin. I don't know. I'm making this up for any of my cousins that's listening. Hey, I'm around my we cousin. We don't got no cousin beef, please. I ain't got no beef with y'all. I love y'all. So I'm around my cousin, but this cousin is particularly taxing, right? So I'm thinking we just going to lunch. But after lunch, it takes you 30 minutes to recover, right? And so you have to think about the fact that this hour lunch has now turned into an hour and a half of my life, maybe two hours, right? Maybe right. it take me an hour to recover where I could have lunch with Aspen, go home and sit at my computer to do work. Right. So I think you have to think about how relationships push you towards or pull you from your purpose um and our conversation may not have even been work related we could be talking about how the sky is blue right Mm -hmm. but it doesn't drain me so I can go home and I can say all right I'm ready to turn on prosper projects I'm ready to turn on whatever whatever but if the relationship no matter how close it is drains my battery to the point where I literally have to recover yeah to to get back into what I'm doing that relationship is not for me that's powerful stuff (laughs) that is I think because when we talk about purpose we talk about the idea of this plan we talk about um executing this right a lot of you know Prosper Project really focusing focuses on that And sometimes we don't take into account how our relationships with other people will impact us achieving and reaching our purpose. And so, yeah, and that's that's really important. Yeah, I think I'm sorry to cut you off, but I think that's one of the things that I tell my clients, like your life matters. Right. So you think that this is just task driven. Mm-hmm. that if I sit down in front of my computer for two hours every day for the next three weeks that I'll be done blah 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 no there are days where you're going to sit down in front of that computer and be tired mm-hmm. there are going to be days where you sit down in front of the computer and your child is like mom 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 there are going to be days where you sit down in front of that computer and the lights go out right life happens like that actually happened to me one time my, a tree fell <laughs> in front of my house like oh my god like what am I supposed to do right like so I think we we negate 
that life, our purpose is intertwined with our life. Right. They are not separate. Um, and I think we negate that. And we think that if your house is in discord and disarray, right? Like my room, I just got home and I dumped out my suitcases. I was looking for something. So now I just have a pile of stuff on my floor. And I was like, okay, right. I'm, I'm about to lose it. So this morning, so I think I did it two days. Yeah, Monday night I did it. So this morning, that was like the first thing I did. Cause like my life is in disarray. I can't yeah. focus on anything else because I have a pile of clothes in the middle of my room, right? Exactly. And we think, Oh, I can deal with that later. Oh, I can deal with that later. But that stuff adds up quickly. Yeah, that affects you quickly. So the people in your life are addition to that. Like if you live in a house where your spouse or your significant other does not support your dreams and goals or idea, that's going to hinder how fast it takes you because they're not going to see it as important that you miss y'all's TV date this one time because you had to go to this webinar. You right. missed it one time for a web. They can't see that because, and that doesn't mean you get a divorce. I ain't telling nobody to break up with nobody. All I'm saying is, because I want to be clear on this podcast. We do not advocate for that. We do not, do not advocate for that. But I am saying that the people in your life matter. Mm-hmm. If you're significant, if my man can't realize that I'm only missing one episode of Insecure because I got to go to this webinar and we can watch it the next day. Like if that becomes a big deal, then you may not be the person for me. Hmm. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. That makes clear sense. That's very clear. That's not jumbled at all. That was beautifully done. (laughs) It was, it was just so eloquent. Cause you always talk about how the way that I bring across things, is just like, oh my gosh, the way you speak about things. I just want to make sure you know that I am a reflection of you. (laughs) <laughs> I just I want to oh, let you well, know. I appreciate that <laughs> so I appreciate that <laughs> this podcast is called the blank project podcast because it's an opportunity to fill in the blank with whatever we want whatever we need wherever we are in life so if you could fill in the blank space for yourself right now what would you fill it with <laughs> it could be anything like it, y'all can Y'all can't see like my face, sandwich. but my face. It could be anything. I, a breakfast sandwich, gas in your car. It could be anything. What are you filling your the blank space with that you need the most? Asma said this this podcast is not editable, but I definitely need to take a pause and have a sidebar conversation. Nah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I just, they're just, so I feel fulfilled in my life right now. Mm-hmm. But I feel unsettled. I know that doesn't make sense, but the peace of God is real. So I'm going to say that. So you can feel peace in your life and still feel unsettled. So Mm -hmm. for me, it's like, man, I don't know. I just have there. So there are three things that I've been praying for recently. This is too personal, but here we are. I was praying for a house, a husband, and my, my business to be a place where, um, that's all I have to do. So I always have side jobs because prosper is not doing his thing and I got I blessed with my house but the other two are not realized yet so mm-hmm. I guess those are the two things companionship real companion not necessarily a husband but real companionship right. and my business to grow to a place where I don't have to have side jobs right okay those are the two things that I've been praying Woo, it got real on this podcast real quick but that's <laughs> the things that I've been praying for I just want to let you know that there's an episode later in the year where um 
there's a book and it's called The Waiting Room. And I thought it was like waiting on like your next step in life. I didn't realize that it was about singleness. Oh, and- <laughs> you interviewed the person without reading a book. Lord, Jesus. No, and no, no, no. I bought the book and then oh, I read through the book. And then, it. you know, I was talking with the author of the book. And at one point in time, I discussed that um, there were past situations that, I like forced myself to think about marriage to, you know, be like, oh, I want to be married. I forced myself to have to mm-hmm. think about kids. And so one of the um, pieces of homework on there was like writing the letter to your future husband. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that was really difficult for me. And I ended up spending a page just being really sarcastic about the whole situation. And I started off with, I don't know if I'm actually going to get married, but clearly this is happening since you're reading this letter, you know, like, and it was just Aspen. (laughs) That's where I was. And so then it transitioned into, um, okay, well, why don't you want to get married? It's because you don't have a desire. If it, is it because there are fears involved and it went really in depth and I'm extremely nervous about other people hearing it Mm -hmm. because number one, it's the first time I've ever talked about not desiring things to the level that I did before. And it will look contradicting because of the relationships that I've had in the past in the conversations based Mm -hmm. on that relationship that I had in the past. Cause I felt like I had to have those type of conversations, Mm -hmm. but also like she was asking me questions and I was like, okay, so we don't have to finish this. I'm just going to scrap this whole thing um we're being too personal too transparent so I'm not mad about that so do you do you know okay so another question those are the things that you want to fill the space with do you know how to and is there specifically Mm. any way that myself or the podcast community can help um you in elevating towards those spaces yeah. Um, so my business is slowly growing, praise God. Um, and on the business side, I realized because it is growing and it, and I'm actually helping people that I don't know for like the first time in my life, um, uh, that I need to get some to operations, you. right? <laughs> praise God. Uh, but that I need to get some operation things down. So that's what I'm working on for the remainder of the year. Um, mm-hmm. just getting some programs together that automate communication with people, um, I can send emails really quickly, like, hey, I hadn't heard from you, such and such type right. thing. Um, so that's what I'm doing business-wise is setting myself up. Cause I'm what I'm learning in this in this season is that I may not actually be prepared for growth. Ooh. And I didn't realize that um until I got four clients at the same time that I don't know. When it's people I know that I text on a regular basis anyway, yeah. it's yeah. easy for me to be like, yo, what's up? How you doing? But when it's people that I met on the street. Mm-hmm. Right, that are not a part of my life um it has turned into like oh wait I'm a business owner let me get right. it together right? right um so I'm actually thankful for this time because it's forcing me to put some things in place that will expedite growth when it's time mm-hmm. so when it comes to my business just just spreading the word I I mean I could take more clients now don't hear me saying I can't take no more clients okay yeah that's a that's not what we're okay? saying here that's not what I'm saying at all okay uh <laughs> but but that's one thing just kind of spreading the word and you're definitely like I wanted to like thank you for real publicly because you're definitely like one of my biggest supporters and I definitely appreciate that um 
I appreciate, I don't think people realize how much a repost does for someone's heart. Mm-hmm. Um, like it costs you nothing to put my face somewhere else. It's yeah. a, you know, to, and I just, I thank you for that. So I want to personally thank you for that. Oh, so that's on the business tip. Um, just for me getting myself together to, to experience growth. Yeah. Um, so that's where I am with that. And I'm definitely working towards it. That's actually on my list of things to do today. <laughs> um, so that's the, yeah. And then on the other tip, honestly, I don't know. Um, I've been in this season um, for a while now, actually, which is crazy because I've never, ever desired. We've talked about this all the time. I never, yes. ever desire marriage for real. And yeah. I was talking to God about it. And I was like, where is this coming from? And I'm annoyed because you're not fulfilling it right like mm-hmm. you and, yeah. and he told me because of my personality he was like Jasmine if you don't desire you'll never go after oh and I was like that's true because I'm so so content usually yeah. with yeah. where I am and just so thankful for what God has given me and all this kind of stuff but if he doesn't make me literally desire marriage or desire companionship I would live my life as a single auntie and be fi- like literally because same, I be like my life <laughs> content, you know, but now that he has put this desire on me, I'm like, okay, God, so what are we about to do? Um, so I don't know the answer to that. I've just been praying through being diligent. Yeah. Always. Um, and I'm, and I'm reevaluating the relationships that I have, um, with males that even like me or like, cause I've been in this season where one guy, I don't know if he's trying to pursue me or not, but I was just like, Lord, I don't want to date him. And the Lord was like, you don't have to, you know, and just being, just being secure in that this desire will be fulfilled whenever the Lord wants it to be, um, whenever the right person comes in and I don't have to force anything. I don't have to conversate, converse, excuse me. I don't have to converse (laughs) with people that don't I don't want to because I desire this because I think that was what my thing was like did I miss it am I looking over somebody and it's like no like if you don't want to date them you're not attracted to them you're not attracted to them don't make yourself you know so in this season I'm definitely just being more diligent in who I talk to who I give my time to once I find out we're not on the same page allowing myself to mourn the loss and move on um so that's kind of where I am now um yeah, I know that that was a really convoluted answer, but that's where I'm at. Uh, I think it is a very beautifully, it is a beautifully done, like, just, it was, I think, I think it was gorgeous. I think it was <laughs> amazing. And I think it's nice to hear that from other people. So thank you for your transparency. Thank you okay. for embracing a space that doesn't uh, hopefully is not judgmental and you don't feel like you have to answer questions on the base uh, basis of expectation um and I just want to thank you for being a part of this show I want to thank you for just everything just being beautiful inside and out and so if people are interested specifically in your business because that's what we're filling the space with come on Go ahead and tell us where they can find you. So you can find us at prosperprojects.com. So prosperprojects with an S.com. And on uh, Instagram at prosper.project. So we're prosper.project. You can contact us. We have links to set up introductory stuff on our um, Instagram and, of course, on our website. And we also got merch. Get you a little shirt or something. Our, Our, well, it'll be 
January when it's coming out. But our planners will still be out. And <laughs> so they will. Get you. I am ready. I have copped the planner. I promise you. By the time January's happened, I promise you I've gotten it probably a couple of <laughs> copies and am completely prepared to give them out to people. And that's on what? Supporting your friends. So um, once again, I just want to for being a part of this podcast i thank you so very much and uh, i hope that you are blessed throughout all of 2022 thank you i appreciate that same to you okay